Zach and Graham have talked about movies so much that they lost all their friends and stopped getting invited to parties. So they did the only thing that made sense. They put a cheap microphone in the old blanket fort and decided to bring the party to you. This dude, guess what I saw? Yeah. You stop messing with him. Stop messing with Thor's eyes. He's a surfer bro that just doesn't need to be messed with anymore. <laughs> Speaking of surfer bros, dude, guess what I saw? Surf Ninjas. No, that's a great movie, though. I saw a movie that I feel like... I just watched a movie. I, I know you've seen this movie. I know you've seen this movie. And I feel like you have a love-hate relationship with it, or you might just full-on hate it. It's a little movie from a book called Cl that Clive Cussler wrote. Oh, gosh. Do you know what I'm talking about? What movie uh, did I see? So... It's definitely a love-hate relationship because <laughs> I actually really enjoy the books. Uh-huh. And I think the one time I have seen a movie version of Dirt Pit, <laughs> which, even though I love the books, dumbest name ever. Dumbest name ever. <laughs> hey, I'm Dirk Pitt. I'm Dirk Pitt. Yeah. yeah. It he, might be cool in print, but when you say it out loud, it's not cool. He's And he's written like such a bro. Such in, a bro. In that too. He lives yeah. in like a hangar yeah. it, with motorcycles yeah. and such like a bachelor pad. The cool, he's like a like the, like an even cooler James Bond. So uh, what, movie, what movie is it? Of course. It's uh, National Treasure. Oh, wait, no. It was better when it was National Treasure. Oh, it's you Sahara. take that back. You take that back. You, fill, you wash your mouth out. I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan of Nicolas Cage. But I think that's better as National Treasure. I completely disagree. National I, Treasure, Africa edition. I love this movie. I, no joke, love this movie. This movie is one of the reasons that I took three years of French in college. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even exaggerating. Is this country a fictional country in this, in this movie? I don't know. But they, it's it's in, it's North Africa, so they speak Arabic and French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and literally... This movie was one of the things that like made me want to take French in college. Oh my goodness. You need to rethink your life, man. <laughs> the reasons that you make your life choices if it's based <laughs> off of Sahara. <laughs> There's only actually it it has a pretty good cast in it. Yeah. So it's, it's a pretty Pretty well-stocked cast. And I'm not talking about Matthew McConaughey or... Right, right, right. But Steve Zahn? Yeah. Friggin' genius. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Uh, Dwight from The Office? Yeah. Pre-Office? Pre-Office? Yeah. Dwight's killing it. Yeah. And then the dude from Fargo. Oh, yeah. The dude the, from the Fargo. Captain. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, he's an admiral, actually. Admiral. Maybe this is why you don't like it. Because you don't know what you're talking about. It. I don't understand it. <laughs> And then that French dude, who's the bad French dude and oh, everything. Great, great bad French dude. Knockoff Wyclef Jean. I actually, when I was watching it, I was like, wait, is that Wyclef? Well, no, no, it's not Wyclef. I did the same exact <laughs> thing too when I first said it. I was like, oh, dope, Wyclef. He's got an actor Because this was back closer to Wyclef's heyday. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would have made sense if he was in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Rastafari. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. We need to walk through this thing. Because I think that you've just missed some key... Listen. Some key points. I don't want to relive this movie. It's such a fun movie. Okay, so as you know, this thing starts off in 1865 during the Civil War. Are you sure it wasn't the Revolutionary War? Positive. Yeah, because I feel like it's a kid up in his attic 
with his grandpa, shut and then he explains up. about the Templars shut and the Templars' up. gold. No, no, Confederate soldiers, not Revolutionary War. Confederate soldiers okay, 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 okay. are are escaping a battle scene, and they're carrying a bunch of uh, boxes into this like heavily armored ship that is probably not historically accurate. I don't care. The ship, yeah, ship is actually accurate. Perfect. So this heavily Ish. heavily Ish. armored ship. And uh, every, they, they, they all load up. They're under siege. Boom, boom, cannons from the shore. And uh, basically the ship ends up escaping mm-hmm. the the volley of explosions. But all, all, and they, they all bounce off the iron-clad ship. Yeah, they, they're ship. just bouncing off the iron-clad ship. Uh, and it's steam-powered. It is steam-powered. Yes. Yeah. So then we fast forward to modern day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're getting this, like, really cool... And, and this, this, like, this scene right here is one of the reasons I love this movie. Is... The set that they built for the 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 boat that a lot of the you know the, where they work from you know is just wonderful. So we we get taken to modern day. We got some cool you know like seventies rock music playing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like some funky. It's like a funk music. I can't remember what song it is, but it's like a really good funk song. Is it? It might be. That sounds right. It sounds right for the for the vibe. Do it to me. Hey hey. I literally can't remember what song this. But so I was a funky singer. It's great. It's a really Playing great. <laughs> I'll let I'll let you finish. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I just forgot the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we end up in this really cool cabin of this boat, right? Mm-hmm. And and we kind of get this view while this really rad song is playing. And there's like all these awesome pictures of a bunch of buddies, of a bunch of adventures. There's a cool maps. There's a rad furniture. There's a cool map. There's a cool map. So that's how you say it. It's, that's a maritime way of saying map. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that you're so well versed in maritime. Yeah, time a all. vast. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shiver me timbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyways, you go through this whole thing. And the the uh, this cabin personifies a lot of the movie, right? It's visually appealing it's a lot of fun and there's like a lot of like implicit history that becomes like it's just kind of built in like between the characters there's a lot of this implicit history yeah that's just kind of built into the adventure but you right? know this was a thing right what do you mean is a thing this intro i don't know what you mean like this style of oh intro, yeah of course it's yeah, a whole yeah, thing because yeah, yeah. that's how it was in gone in 60 seconds yeah of course of course yeah. of course that's yeah fine. but this time it was funk and not moby yeah singing uh, bring Sandy up, bring Sandy down. <laughs> Both good intros, though. Both good intros. Yeah, one was a Jerry Bruckheimer movie, though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know who did Sarah. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah. But Jerry Bruckheimer did. Did yeah, yeah. Uh, Gone in sixty seconds. Did I say Fast and Furious? Or Gone in sixty seconds. You said Gone in sixty seconds. I did. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good. So, like I said, this personifies why I love this movie because. There's just like this story weaved within, like we're stepping into the lives of like these like cool people. They're like cool people. Dirk's too cool. No, he's perfect. He's like the perfect amount of cool. Dirk. And this, we're gonna get into this. We're gonna get into this. So next next clip that we get, we're cruising through Africa with the with in a, there's a WHO vehicle going to some village World Hel- World Health Organization. The who exactly? And uh, they're going to this village. They're investigating a potential outbreak of a plague. Uh, one of the doctors, isn't her name Ava something? Uh, so, where so, does she live? Uh, 
Madrid. No. Do you remember? I just watched this movie. How do you remember better it's than I Monterey. do? Monterey. Monterey. She does yeah, Monterey. Because me, you, and the Bay of Monterey. That's right. There it is. Yep. You said I, it just like him too. I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that he made that up. We're gonna get there. So uh, they're looking at this plague. Ava is pushing really hard. She wants to like go to Molly to do some she, investigation. I think you messed that up. She wants to do Molly. She wants. She wants, to, now she wants to investigate doing Molly. <laughs> not. She wants to go to Molly to, to investigate. To do investigation. Yeah, you're probably right. So she wants to investigate doing. <laughs> so she wants. She, Molly. So Ava um, is following up another lead. So she separates from this doctor, and we see this kind of like ominous guy watching. So there's two doctors. There's two doctors. Yeah, I don't know the other. He's he's in it for a while. He's a really good dude. I don't know who he is though. Um, so Ava leaves to follow up a lead. We see uh, our main lead, who is Dirk Pitt, uh, coolest guy in the world, lamest name ever. Dirk Pitt is Ava's lead? No, no, no. Or the main lead of the movie. You said she was looking for the lead, oh. for a lead, and you <laughs> said it was the main lead. Let me, let me split those up. Ava is tracking down a lead about the plague. The plague. Inside of the movie. Gotcha. Outside of the movie, Dirk Pitt is our main lead of the movie. Thank you. That probably was not clear. Yeah, yeah. So he's wasn't. he's out he's out like spearfishing, being awesome. He's got a tan and six pack. You know the whole the whole Matthew McConaughey package. And uh, Ava gets attacked on the beach where she was going. She's getting choked out. She's about to die. And what happens? You see, this is one thing that I don't like about the movie is we don't know Matthew McConaughey spearfishing off the island or off the. I don't. I don't think one hundred percent we do. I don't think we see him. Before he Aquaman's yes. out of the water. Yes, we do. Does he? Yes, he's out fishing. He comes up on the boat, and it shows her her vehicle pull up to the lighthouse because that's where she was tracking down this. this and we see from his perspective piece of the puzzle, and we see from his perspective. See, this is why we're going to walk through this because I think you just need a little walkthrough to realize how awesome this movie is. Because I know you love the books. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll we'll walk through it, but I don't think remembering these details is going to make me like the movie anymore. <laughs> so. The, so, so yeah, so yeah. so he comes Aquamaning out of the water. One hundred percent Aquamaning. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't like burst out chugging some Jack Daniels to <laughs> Icky Thump. <laughs> to Icky Thump. <laughs> it would fit this movie because it's another thing this movie has going for it. It has the best good old boy music ever. Like the soundtrack for this is a banger. If a you're good in soundtrack is not a good movie make. If you're into some of the best 70s rock music, this is this soundtrack is a banger. Period. So he comes, he aquamans. Listen, listen. He aquamans out of the water. Listen. He doesn't it doesn't make a good movie. It doesn't necessarily have to make it a good movie cuz I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. And you know what had a 70s soundtrack? Yeah. And was and that movie slapped. What? Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. Just like Sahara. Just like Sahara. It's a story. There's not a single Chris in that movie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, he comes Aquamaning out of the water with a dive knife. Yeah. And he's like, huh, 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 huh. and like. He, he judo chops his way through three guys. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And But he misses the third guy. He does. He misses the third guy. The third guy grabs. He did shoot an arrow, uh, spear through that guy's hand, though. Before the guy got away. Listen, you should have aimed for the head. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, so he ends up 
uh, Ava's badly injured. Um, and so she ends up back on the boat. Badly injured. She got shook up a little bit. Dude, she was like choked out for like a minute. Like she was pretty messed up. They, and and actually when, so another person who's in this movie is Dwight from The Office before he was Dwight in The Office. Yeah. He plays in this movie and he plays kind of like a, you know, medical technical guy. And he even told her when she woke up, he's like, oh yeah, you had a something, something in your throat. We took care of it. Like they patched her up on the boat. So she was, she was kind of a little messed up from the getting choked out. Anyways, this is another, so this is another scene where we get Dirk in all of his glory, okay? Because we get like American, uh, we're an American so, band or something playing. So she, she wakes up in On Dirk's the cabin, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, kind of getting her bearings. Dirk's nowhere to be, sa- or to be right. found, but there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, activity on it. Right. And so she's a little disoriented and he's got to, he, he's got to look impressive when, yeah. <laughs> when he sees her again. And right? guess what? He does. Because at this moment, Dirk rises from the ocean on a, like a crane that's attached to like this ancient sarcophagus mm-hmm. in like a deep dive suit, takes his helmet off and then like, you know. Says he, something s- country. Says something country. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, I legitimately think American, like we're an American band is playing in the background of this. Like. Just a banger. Just a banger. So through a series of events later on, we learn that Dirk is actually interested in this Civil War steamer, which makes sense because that's where we started the movie. And he has a theory that this Civil War steamer made it from Virginia all the way to Africa, Mm -hmm. right? So he's kind of like chasing down a couple leads. He ends up finding this coin, one of five in the entire world, and the fifth one's been missing since the Civil War. He ends up finding this coin uh, in Africa from this like dealer that he knows. And uh, he convinces his boss, who he they just call the Admiral, which I love. He convinces his boss to let him take one of the boats up the river. And that the actor that plays the Admiral, I love. Yeah, this whole movie, his best friend even. What's the, what's the name of the best friend? The, uh, Steve Zahn. Yeah. Oh, uh, and his and his. In the in the he's got a dumb name too. Yeah, no, it's it's Al, but it's Al Giardino or Al Giardina, Giardina, Giardino, something like that. Yeah, his name's Al. They just call him Al. It's weird. When I watched the movie the first time, I actually had not read a lot of the Dirk Pitt novels. Okay. And, re- and realized it. Did this, mo- did this movie make you want to read more? Uh, well, so I listened when I was like 12 or something like that. Yeah. I found um, a Dirk Pitt novel, mm-hmm. and I knew about Dirk Pitt. Yeah. And I liked it. Um, I really liked it, but I watched this movie. <laughs> And, I and did, did not really like I, it. No, I didn't realize it was a Dirk Pitt movie. Oh, I got you. I was just like... <laughs> Dude, having read a bunch of the books and watching this movie, it is almost a perfect parallel between the two. Mm. Matthew McConaughey does not how I... He does not look how I imagined Dirk Pitt. Yeah, I kind of thought like more like a thick boy. Yeah, he was... I, I would imagine... Like a stocky. A, a little bit stockier, right? Yeah. He's still a six-pack or whatever, but a little more built, right? Y- yeah, a little more... Almost strong man, mm-hmm. thick, but yeah. not necessarily that sort of proportion. Yeah, yeah. T H I C C, double C, E O I. Yeah, B A E, P A E, thick bay, thick bay. <laughs> I like it. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought he could have been a little less. Honestly, it's a country thing that gets me. Oh really? With Matthew it's, McConaughey? It's the country bro. No, just kind of bugs me. Dirk man. Pitt does not come off as a country bro. That's for sure. Yeah, he, he doesn't in the book. He's he's in 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 he seems like 
an operator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirk. Total Dirk operator. Pitt does. Yeah, yeah. Dirk Pitt in the books. In the books does. He's not yeah. like. Oh well, oh well, oh well. <laughs> We're well, gonna get that gold. <laughs> yeah, and an operator in the true sense, right? Like he seems like yeah. like an actual, not like a mole ninja, right? Like an actual. Oh no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. no. For anybody who hasn't read the book, right? Any yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Like a true guy who's seen service. Yeah. Guy who gets stuff done. Yep. And like, and a guy that is, is serious, but. He can be. He can. He can. He can still cut loose a little bit. And see, this is where I think Matthew McConaughey nails the Dirk character. So, so first off, the dynamic between Al and Dirk, I love. Yeah, it's so much fun. And like, honestly, dude, in this watch through, I was watching it. I was like, this reminds me of me and Graham. Like, one hundred percent. Like, they're just like ribbing each other the whole time. They're under like stressful situations, and they're just like joking the whole time. Uh, what was it? There's like a scene where they're like under fire. And Dirk's asking, he's like, Al, he's like, did you get the explosives? And he's like, no, I forgot them. And Dirk's like, Al, did you get the explosives? And he's like, well, I stopped for some coffee and I forgot him. Like, it's just like this whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, the, the rapport between the two actors and so between the two characters was stellar. Like, absolutely stellar. Now, it was a lot of fun, right? So, I'd actually probably give this a passing grade in my mind mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the relatively hard left turn for the goals of Dirk Pitt. Okay, so let so his initial goal yeah. is find what he supposes is this lost steamer. Yeah. A Civil War steamer from where in the Africa. Gold came from. Yeah, which would be incredible to find, yeah. right? Yeah. Could you imagine like that would be amazing. Yeah, cuz so, a lot of people didn't even think they or don't even think it really exists. Exactly. So the doctors that we talked about earlier, they end up hitching a ride with him up the river because Mali is a closed country. It's run by a warlord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually kind of like the way they introduce him is they they say that he gave himself a, he he promoted himself the day he shot the president. That's how they introduce this character, right? Yeah. And and he doesn't come off as like, he doesn't necessarily come off as like a psycho or anything, which yeah. I actually liked. He just came off as like, I'm in charge now. Yeah. And he wasn't like, I like to cut you and then I'll watch yeah, you yeah, die, yeah, yeah. you know? So that's, Molly's kind of a closed country mm-hmm. for people to get in. But Dirk, Dirk and then they're going to go, they're fine, like. And, military and and, and Ava H- is on the under the assumption or Ava is under the assumption due to some information that she got from her lead that that is the origin of the of the plague because they've seen a couple minor cases but they seem to all be stemming yes. from Molly. So they jump on the boat and they head up and they kind of just have like a fun kind of getting to know you couple pit stops. Yeah, you get again you get like Alan and Dirk just having a good time together mm-hmm. talking fishing stories. At this point, Dirk and the boys are on a boat, and they end up getting accosted by Mali, uh, Mali militia or border bo- like agents. No, but they're, yeah, they're like the military, yeah, right. And uh, they handled them pretty deftly. They end up blowing up the admiral's very expensive boat. That boat mm-hmm. could not have been cheap. And then Dwight ends up getting sent like across the border. Like he has to smuggle himself across the border to get back to the admiral to report. Like tell them what's going on. Uh-huh. And Dirk and Al decide to stay on. And is this what you mean, how quickly their goals change? Is it this point where they decide that they're going to give up on the treasure hunt and they're going to go find the doctors because they're worried about the doctors? Find safety. the doctors and 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 help investigate the plague. Right, exactly. But this is something that I love. And it, and, and it, it, uh, it happens again later on in the movie is... Uh, so Dirk, Dirk and the Admiral are out of contact for, for most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, at some point Dirk finally is able to make a phone call. Mm -hmm. And so he calls the Admiral and the Admiral's like, 
the State Department won't help. Like they're, you know, as normal bureaucrats, slow bureaucrats and stuff. You get he's got a kind of chip on his shoulder how yeah. Washington works. Yeah. And he tells Dirk and he's like, he's like, I, I can't ask you two boys to go in and do this on your own. And I just love the mindset that they're like a private marine archaeological organization, but they're still committed to like taking care of people, mm-hmm. right? They're like their service and their duty. Yeah. And and then Dirk responds, perfect Dirk response. He says, Well, that's the beauty, sir. You know you never have to. Mm-hmm. And they just go over to save the day. Yeah. I just love it. I love it. It's so good. How can, how can you not like how true these characters are? Not true. I wouldn't say how true the customers or the customers. The customers. <laughs> the characters are. But how they are the idyllic stereotype of what every American wants to be. Every bro wants That's to be. That's what I love about this movie, though. Because they nail the stereotype so well. Like, like when you're watching them, hang, like, when you're watching Al and Dirk, you're, you're just like, I want to go hang out with those dudes. Like, I want to be like them. You don't get that at all. No, I, I get it. But I think it's <laughs> pandering. Do you know what I mean? If right, you, If right. you write two, that's why Superman sucks, bro. Right. It's too powerful. These guys are too cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. I see what yeah, you're yeah. saying. He's like, but he's, I just, I just, I don't know, they, man. It's, it's no different than an early Bond film to me. Like early Bond film, Bond was practically infallible. Fallible, sure, sure. And he was like so suave, like always suave. When's the last time that I watched Man with a Golden Gun? When's the last time I've watched Doctor No? I haven't. Because... When was the last time you said the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh. Apparently not in a while, because all you've been doing is singing "All ha- or God Save the Queen. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is, this is this is pure Americana here. Sure. And I love it. Sure. It's, but, he, like, the new Bonds. Right. Yeah, yeah. Bond makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Bond doesn't understand what's going on, or on along the time, but he just knows... I've got a job to do. I'm going to do it with the best of my abilities. But he is always able to deftly handle the situation. Not always. Did you like John Wick? John Wick got shot up a ton. He was hurting a ton. He got betrayed a if ton. If anything, John Wick was more God-level than Dirk in this movie because he got shot and crashed so much and he was still alive and still rocking and but rolling. But barely. He had, to, had he, he had to rest upon. He barely made it through. Still, though. But, but Dirk Pitt... Sure. He's like, yeah, we'll we'll pull it. We'll pull a Panama. Let's pull a Panama. Which, don't get me wrong. Is that funny line? Yeah, yeah. It was a blast. This I, is this is a, a point in the movie before they lose the boat and before Dwight has to smuggle himself across the border, et cetera, et cetera. They use this very expensive boat they've been driving, the Admiral's boat, and they they blow it up. The Panama it is essentially into into a, a bomb. marine Molotov cocktail. Yeah, that takes out the military forces that are trying to hunt them down. It's so, just, okay, okay. So, so, so you know my feelings. I know your feelings. <laughs> Let's just keep going with this movie, with this tr- boat wreck. So, after the boat wreck, they're on land. They decide to split up. Blah blah blah. They're gonna go find the doctors. Blah blah blah. Um, this is actually a part of the movie that kind of bothers me. So they end up in like some sort of Bedouin camp, mm-hmm. uh, like like some like mud huts, and there's some camels and some clothes and stuff like that. And Dirk and Al just straight up take the two camels that are outside this hut. And I get it, I get it. They gotta get, they gotta go save the doctor. They're in, in dire stakes. They are in dire stakes. Dire streets. Straits. Stakes. Dire streets. All of them. All of the medium rare. Yes. 
Straight steak. Straight steak. So steaks are straight. The the thing with it is though is like the reason this bothers me is that's a that's that's a family's livelihood. Livelihood, straight up livelihood. And I'm just like, oh man, I hope they like got took those camels back or something. <laughs> it was just a stupid thing I never noticed in the no, movie. No, no, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. When I was watching this round, I was like. Probably because I'm like older now watching it, right? Where sure. I think about these things. You think about the ramifications. Exactly. So. You think about the ramifications. Yeah, exactly. So they they steal the they steal the camels. Uh, Dwight's smuggling himself to go meet the Admiral. And then Ava and the other doctor are in a little bit of trouble. So they find this village where they think the source may be for the plague. And uh, Ava's down in a well investigating... Uh, the water source because they a water sam- or a sample. Yeah, sampling water because they think the water is the problem. At which point, uh, more of these Mali military guys show up at that location, and they kill all the guides who were all really nice dudes. It was a bummer. And then the I think his name's Assad or Masad. The guides that were guiding the two doctors. Yeah, the gotcha. two doctors. And then the including the doctor, right? Well, or he, le- has, he hasn't been killed yet. Yeah, the right? leader the, Mo- the leader of Molly, the guy that gave himself the promotion, yep. he ends up flying in. He questions the other doctor. The other doctor won't give up Ava. He says she's sick. She stayed back, you know, yeah. in the other country. So he shoots him. And he says, find the other doctor. I know she's here. So Ava's hiding down this hole. And it's at this point that Dirk and Al show up just in the nick of time. With a spear gun again and a dive knife? No. Oh, man. They show up pretending like they're Bedouins with these camels because they're dressed like Bedouins as well. Mm-hmm. Then they hand fight seven other soldiers with guns and take them out with their bare hands. Of course, because that is logical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're just so infallible. They are so infallible. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while. Dude, we don't, we don't, we don't, every movie doesn't have to be. Look at the man of steel and the chinks of his armor. Oh my gosh. Look at Batman. He's really had a hard run of it, DC. Every movie doesn't have to be some like gritty retelling. We can just have fun sometimes. We can just have fun sometimes. See, that's my Pacific Rim. <laughs> this is the Pacific Rim of action movies. It just it doesn't strike me like that. Pacific Rim <laughs> is a lot more classy about the way they approach stuff. The uh the the characters can bleed. Right. The characters can True. get knocked down. True. The people can die. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean, Dirk gets like a bloody lip or nose in this once or twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, but still, he's like, <laughs> he, he takes, how many people does he kill? Oh, so many. I mean, single-handedly, he probably kills like over a dozen people yeah. in this movie. As he's just Easily. going on a pleasure cruise to go dig up a boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, wait, what? I can blow up everybody with a flare gun and a cigar. <laughs> Which, that cigar would not light fuel. Myth busted yeah, by myth, the Mythbusters. Myth busted by the Mythbusters. I will give you that. Yeah. So, they get there. They save Ava. And then they end up... Um, they end up... How did they know Ava was there? They knew what village they were going to. And Dirk had a map. He, he took a map off the boat before they jumped off the boat. I believe, so it's not I, total god love. I think you're making things up nope, a little bit. Nope. Be like, so they heard in conversation that no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Not making mentioned it, it as they were sending her off. It was clear where they were headed because they uh, were helping load them up. Yeah. And then Dirk did grab a map when he jumped off the boat. Mm-hmm. So it's not. There is, okay. there is, there is some god level stuff coming up though. So they save Ava, throw her on the stolen camo. No, no, they they jump in a car because oh, okay. there's there's a couple trucks. What do they do they with the camels? The leave the leave the camels. Yeah, they just leave them. However, Dirk does do an impressive double kick where he like 
runs and hangs off the neck of a camel mm-hmm. and like double kicks a guy in the face. That it's, is so offensive. It's incredible. Uh, that's so. It's, they're borrowing this property <laughs> from a Bedouin family. <laughs> like the son is probably going to get beat to death sure. for for not tying up for the not camels. tying up the camels correctly. Uh, like, and now his sister's going to die because she needed medicine and they can't mm-hmm. get there in time. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what happens. It's, you know what? Better than the plague, though, because we've learned that they're serving the greater good. So they jump in this. They jump in this truck, and then they they talk. They're going to go through this. Um, they're going to go through this big desert. They end up running into the resistance to the dictator of mm-hmm. and uh, his and his forces of the country. I think he was a general. He was a general. He was a general. But then he, he upgraded and himself he to president, a cr- probably. And he started a coup. A coup. Yep. So they run into the resistance. Uh, they, there's like the classic hanging out with the locals. We're all cool scene. Like yeah. we're all on the same team. Um, at which point Al accidentally stumbles upon some ancient paintings oh. that show a giant ship that uh, got stuck somewhere on the, up on, on the river. Yeah. So we find that even though Dirk is out to save Ava and solve this plague problem, He's also out to find his gold. Mm-hmm. But that was the clue that also told him about the underwater rivers yep. that are bringing this stuff around. So yep. he's like, he's accidentally, <laughs> he's, he's, he's accidentally winning the day all the time. Have you ever read the book Out- Outliers? No. Dirk is just an outlier, okay? He just circumstantially is in the right place at the right time to become the greatest that he can be. He's just living his best life. Ugh, you know, living his best life, lazy sc- screenwriting <laughs> script at a time. So they find out that the ship is probably close by. They also find out that there is an underground river that is probably helping sp- spread this plague. Mm-hmm. They go to investigate both. In investigating um, both of these, they run across a... Um, they run across a... Uh, a facility, a solar facility, that's designed to destroy toxic waste. Uh, at face value, it looks great, right? Yeah. You collect solar rays. It goes to this huge. Uh, you collect solar rays. So it goes to flex... a huge array. No, no, no. And then array to collector. Yeah, R- array to collector. Solar array. Yeah, to, to focus collector. On a collector. And then they basically like laser beam. They, they evaporate, mm-hmm. just incinerate in an instant mm-hmm. all of the toxic waste. The issue is some of the barrels are not good, so they end up throwing them in a vault uh, like where they think is safe. But the problem is, is that the toxins are they leaking into the river. They get some Yucca Mountain nuclear exactly. storage type yeah, yeah. stuff. It's leaking into the water source, and this is the source of our plague. So through a whole series of events, including a camel chase scene uh, leading up to a train, which yeah. was incredible. This this the sneaky camel train yeah. chase. The classic sneaky camel chain. And dude, and this is why I hate this movie. These tropes. <laughs> like if I have to watch another movie with guys hiding in the sands, well on top of camels <laughs> to chase down a train. Seriously, it's been done before, and it'll be done again. You know, honestly, after the second Fast and the Furious movie, that did that exact <laughs> scene with camels. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think they were called the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> that would be a great name for a documentary on furries. We should do this. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
So after a series of events, uh, they get captured momentarily. Uh-huh. Uh, at the facility. At the facility. And I think the dictator, or the general is actually there. The general is not there. So not it's yet. the other bad guy. It's this mm-hmm. French bad guy. Sure. Um, he's a businessman. He's there. So he returns Dirk and Al to the general. The general wants to kill him himself. Mm-hmm. And then he lies and says that Ava's dead, but he leaves Ava with himself because he knows the general will kill her. Yeah. So he's... He doesn't come off like full on evil. It yeah, even yeah. seems like he doesn't realize the toxic waste is causing mm-hmm. the sickness. He actually yeah. is not aware of this. So he's like not a good guy. Like bottom dollar is definitely more important to him than anything yeah. else. But he's also not, again, just like kind of the general. Yeah. He's not like, oh, my pretty, put on this dress. Yeah, we don't, let, me, I'm, I'm, well, let me watch you dance. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like he's not like that. Yeah. He's He's got his eyes on, eye on the prize. Yeah. And he's not going to let anything get in the way. Exactly. Like human life. Yeah. But if it's not bu- bugging him, he kind of seems to yeah, let it he, go by the wayside. He doesn't care. So on their this and so this is another reason that I love this movie is this next scene mm-hmm. is on their way to getting delivered to the general. Uh, Dirk and Al are in the back of a truck, and they like just Jimmy rigged their way out of the back of the truck. Now they, this is a very improbable scene in that improbable in that he takes. Go ahead. They remove the bed of the truck. I'm fine with that. There's a lot of janky trucks in Africa. I don't have a problem with this. There's a lot of patched together stuff in a lot of the world. Even where we grew up, so there's he, a lot of patched up crap. He takes a gold, gold coin, soft gold coin yes, yes. to unscrew the bed of the truck. Yeah. Now, you and I have messed around with enough cars yeah. to know the bed of the truck <laughs> is not attached there and especially with large flathead screws <laughs> that can be easily taken off by a very soft metal coin. Here's the thing. I have seen some janky builds just in the United States. Okay. Not to mention I have some friends from South Africa. I've seen some of the stuff they cruise down okay. there. I actually it's not totally unbelievable. The part that is unbelievable about this scene is that they proceed to kind of push the bed off the truck yeah. as they go back. That's fine, whatever. But then they like drop the bed onto the gravel road uh-huh. and it's just like <laughs> making so much and it's impro it's it's impossible yeah. that the driver wouldn't have heard it. Yeah. Pulled over and just shot him. Right? Yeah. So Al and Dirk are now attached to the bed of this truck. They gotta trek through the desert, but they have no way to unattach their stuff. And what do they find in the desert? This is one of my favorite scenes. They find <laughs> a downed Plane, like an old plane. Old plane. This is like the Bermuda Triangle of historic, <laughs> like, modes of transportation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's So they find this old plane, they break out of the truck bed, and they use, the, they, they turn the plane into, what would you call it? Was it? Uh, I think they call him wind, uh, sand, sand surfing? Sand, sand sails? Sand sails. I think they call them sand sails. So basically, basically, they turn it into like a sailboat, like a sail sailboat, but with wheels for, for the land. Yeah, for for usually, I've seen them a lot on salt flats. Yeah. So my question for you is: You've got experience with flying, mm-hmm. right? On any level, do you think that what they built was possible? Oh, actually, I don't have the biggest problem. Oh, okay, interesting. With that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's relatively simple. Like yeah. I've seen um, simpler methods uh, or simpler methods of locomotion using wind and having a really big airfoil 
with a uh, like a wing like that manufactured like that because it's all it's all if it's it depends on how old it is if it's really old it's going to be a fabric covered um wing right so there's not a lot of wood there or if it's modern and it's it doesn't it didn't i don't remember it being metal at all it would be like a plastic covered like a really thin almost shrink wrap plastic on there um the only issues i really see uh it being is just putting it together and getting it attached together yeah so really i mean there's going to be a bunch of cables in there there's going to be um like a, a lot of ability to uh, for the control surfaces it's got three wheels um which is really standard on a lot of like a fixed they actually call them fixed gear oh, okay um uh it's got a fixed gear landing gear on it so not a lot of crazy stuff i mean you've seen the you've heard of the guy that takes the old Citroen car that he broke down in the desert yep. and built a motorcycle out of it. Yep. Like he broke down in the middle of the desert in this car. He loves these cars. And then he literally took the next week, five days, four days, yeah. and built a motorcycle out of the car to get ho- like home, which was nuts. Yeah. I'm thinking he intentionally did that with the yeah. plans to do it. Yeah. Because what was really wrong with the car that he couldn't, the, yeah. that he was able to make a motorcycle yeah. out of it well, and then immobilize it? And he him. even said that like people passed him. Yeah. So like I think he was into the challenge of it. Sure. Maybe, maybe there was a legitimate reason for it, but he was definitely in the challenge. So, so it interests me that, yeah, no, that interests me because this was, this was actually one of the things in the movie that I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm fairly mechanical. I do a lot of stuff, but not a lot of experience. with. I've only flown a handful of times in my sure. life. And, uh, yeah, so that's interesting to hear. But, yeah, there was a toolkit in the plane and everything, so they were able to get themselves unattached from the, the truck bed, able to build this awesome uh, sand surfing what creation from the plane, mm-hmm. and then this puts them headed in the right direction. Now, the, the really funny thing here is that the general dictator guy, he finds out that they've escaped, mm-hmm. right? He then proceeds to mobilize a dozen, maybe more, tanks mm-hmm. and his helicopter in attempt to find these two men. Yeah. It's just, this is this is actually the most absurd part of the movie for me. The cost, he's already paying the men, so whatever, but the cost of the gas to move those tanks mm-hmm. and the fuel to fly that helicopter just seems... Stupid. Like, why are you going to waste your time? And they're all driving in the same direction. They're Mm -hmm. they're just combed out, like, right next to each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, but that was, like, the most far-fetched part of this movie for me. But you understand why, right? No, I don't. Well, because they are aware of the plague. Right. Nobody else knows about it. And uh, did I don't know if Dwight had evidence of it. He did. He did have evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the admiral, the admiral and Dwight end up going to the government. I don't mm-hmm. know what Clive Cussler's background was. Do you know? Was he like a? Did he serve or was did he deal like? Did he do this stuff in real life? I don't know. It's interesting. So, anyways, but, because because definitely in this movie they got no love for the government at all. Because the the admiral and Dwight go to this, uh, you know, the contact the, at the embassy or whatever, and they're talking to the guy, and the guy is just like a total dweeb. Like mm-hmm. bureaucrat, like through and through, and uh, yeah, you can tell the generals just or the admirals just like, I don't care. For, I don't, like this is why I do my own thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so Dwight does have evidence, and mm-hmm. so basically, what what we learn, from but he doesn't have the full evidence. Yeah. So, no, he does. No, no, he doesn't have the f- or the full story behind it. Right of the chemical waste and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and, and so and so the 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 only way that the 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 general is able to hold on to his power is because nobody else is coming is able to come into the country. Now, as soon as NATO dictates that the borders must be open right, there's a, there's for a medical aid, health emergency or whatever. Yeah, yeah like yeah. he the he can't keep the borders shut down, and the fact that he knew what was happening is right. automatic. Like, um, I mean, impeachment sanctions or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna impeach a guy like that. That's a that's or, a whatever the, a violent takeover. Right? Whatever yeah. the the anti coup is. Yeah, yeah anti coup. So. I get that. Um, real quick note on the Dwight and Admiral. What they learn from Dwight's... I wish I could remember that character's name. But what they remember from Dwight's uh, researcher from his sample yeah. is that not only is the this plague, this poison, moving downriver fast, yeah. that once it hits the salt water yeah. of the Atlantic, it will ox like oxidate really fast yeah. and it will spread and it'll be to New York in like eight months or something yeah. like that. And after that, it's like... Everything dies. Yeah. So it really does become like everybody becomes sick. Well, yeah. It does. It really does become world ending. Yeah. It, I love the it. Scope of it, I think. I love is it. So dumb. I it's love over it. the top. It's like even if it was three hundred barrels. Right. No. No. Yeah. There was. There couldn't. Then maybe maybe five hundred. Let's say there was like a cavern in the back sure. we couldn't see. Yeah. There's no way that it would pollute that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fun. So yeah, so uh, Dirk and Al are making their way downtown. <laughs> they're, downtown. They're, they're making their way um, back to get Ava. They rescue Ava from the facility. Mm-hmm. From um, the collector facility. Yeah, from the collector facility, the, the solar facility. And uh, the French guy escapes, so he doesn't get caught. And then the the, the problem that I have with the general dictator, the way that he's doing his search, is they're not dividing and conquering. They're just, like, all driving in the same space that they can all see. Mm-hmm. Right? That's my problem. So yeah. they they try to get the Tuaregs, the resistance, to join them mm-hmm. to fight the general. They're not. The, the Tuaregs are like, no, we've mm-hmm. lost enough men. We're not going to do a head-on combat. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. So Dirk and Al are like, that's fine. We can do it on our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's what they do because yeah. that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, no problem. And then they get in a chase scene with the helicopter and, and the car they're driving. As they're driving by a sandy mountain, Dirk tells Ava to throw some explosives at the side of the sandy mountain to yeah. kind of distract the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And then Al shoots them, they blow up. Mm-hmm. So they do this. Dirk immediately puts the car in reverse. And lo and behold, they, there's his sweet, sweet ship he's been looking for for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now... I feel like you feel like this was dumb luck, right? That they found this thing. It's he just accidentally finds the thing that he was looking See, for after being completely sidetracked. I don't think it was an accident. I think because what happens is, is as they're going, Al says, Dirk, we really need cover. And Dirk says, I'm working on it. And then they start throwing the things. I think Dirk in his heart of hearts knew, which makes it even more impossible I think that he knew the ship was right there. Either so way, he, it's dumb. He uncovered the ship yeah. so that he could use it. He's like, 
I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna protect us and keep working on the same time. <laughs> when you when you love what you do for you what you when you love what you do for work, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> it's so good. So, anyways, they get into the ship. They they think that the walls will protect them. The 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 old ship that they were looking. Yeah, for. they get yeah. into the 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 Civil War ship. They think the walls will protect them. It turns out that it, they won't because yeah. the helicopter has armor-piercing rounds. Yeah. So they literally take the helicopter down with one of the cannons. Yeah. In it the still thing. functions. Love it. I'm after this. I'm googling the efficacy of gunpowder <laughs> that's been sitting around for almost three hundred or two hundred years. <laughs> it probably turns. To, it's probably like dynamite. It probably turns to nitro, right? Oh, have uh, nitroglycerin sip out or uh, seep out? Yeah, it yeah. sweats. I bet Maybe. it does. Yeah. Maybe that's why the helicopter blew up extra big. Probably. <laughs> so, basically, at the end, Dirk gets his ship, the plague gets stopped, and uh, everybody's happy. And not not only that, this is the other thing, and I think this is one of the reasons that you hate it so much, is it cleans up so tidy. Like, mm-hmm. Dirk gets the ship, the Tuaregs get... So, it turns out there was more than five gold coins. There yeah. was tons. Yeah. Tons and tons, millions of dollars of, yeah. of gold. The Tuaregs get the gold. Um, and then after all of this, the guy who was inept from the state department goes and talks to the admiral and he says, Hey, we were just wondering if, uh, you know, you guys want to do every once in a while work on the books. And mm-hmm. the admiral's like, absolutely not. We won't yeah. do it. And then, and then this also kind of just the beginning of the movie, how the, that room kind of personifies the movie, the feel of the movie, what, ha- what, the ad- what happens with the admiral and the state guy also kind of personifies the movie. Mm-hmm. So the state guy's like, you only have to take the jobs you take. Or the, you only have to take the jobs you want. Well, yeah. And you call the shots. And, like, he gives him yeah. all the power. And then... And doesn't he demand some stuff? Yeah, yeah. And then the animal's like, well, I need a new boat, because they blew up the boat with the Panama, yeah. right? I need a new boat. He's like, done. And then he's like, Rudy needs... Rudy, that was his name. That was Rudy. Dwight's... Yes! I knew I'd remember. Yeah, so Dwight needs... Yeah, Dwight. Dwight's Dwight's name in this is Rudy. Mm. Um, and he's like, Rudy needs new computers. And the, and the state guy's like, done. So like every, doesn't Rudy go like oh, I don't yeah really no he's need. like no no I don't need anything yeah he's like shut up yeah but so the yeah I mean at the end everything everything just works out great the whole do the whole movie you can tell Dirk is kind of working on Ava right mm-hmm. like he he's interested in Ava but we never get like a dumb kiss or like a kiss for good luck before we swing across the vine mm-hmm. and I I I respected the movie for not doing that. Sure. I was I was stoked on that. You know and, what? That's something I'll actually back you up on. Perfect. At least because, one thing. Like, there was no sexy girls. No sexy girls. No. There's no sexy girls. Yeah. There's no. I mean, she, they did have a damsel in distress, but he wasn't like, I saved you. Yeah. Now we're gonna do it. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. she was. Yeah. When he saved her, there was no kiss. And she yeah. was. She was pretty confident on her in her own rights. I mean, she was a doctor. Like she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She actually saved Dirk's life twice. Hmm. Um, she shot a guy for him yeah. and then kicked a guy or, uh, choked a guy for him. Yeah. So, and, and it wasn't like, oh yeah, now it's going to be like, it's, it's, it's us forever. He's just like, hey, let's, we should go hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so we should just go hang out. I, I had fun not dying with you. Yeah. So maybe it'd be cool to like hang out for a minute. So they end up, that's the kind of the end of the movie is they're, they're hanging out together on a beach. And uh, just having a gay old time, and then and then there is a kiss at that at that moment. But it's yeah. the very end. It's like fine. Yeah, yeah but who handle. knows how long it's been? Yeah, it could have been a year. Yeah, it could have been five years. We don't. They know. could have been well married before that kiss was, <laughs> and not just like on the wedding night. I sure hope. 
that they were married before that kiss happened. No, of course they were married. I'm just saying, like, how long have they been married beforehand that they feel <laughs> comfortable, comfortable about that kissing? Out of all the things in this movie, other than the general mobilizing all of his forces and literally just driving in a straight line with them, the one thing that bummed me out the most, and going back to actually Fast and the Furious, in Fast and the Furious, when he steals Eleanor and she slowly starts to get beat up, it, like, hurt my heart. Gone in 60 seconds, you mean? Sorry, what did I say? Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. And, uh, see, there we go. Gone in 60 seconds. There's no family in this one. There's no family in this one. So, in Gone in 60 seconds, when they steal, when he, at the end, when Nicolas Cage steals Eleanor and she slowly starts to get beat up, it, like, hurts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it hurts. Like, the yeah, mirror breaks it, it, and he's like, it's okay. It's okay. You know, like, yeah. you're like, oh, she's getting beat up. Yeah, and then when she gets crushed. Yeah. Like, you've spent, you've, you've, you've gotten, gotten a feeling towards it. Exactly. So, not necessarily as uh, anthropomorphized. Anthropomorphized. There's a P in it. There it is. I found the P. Um, uh, not necessarily as anthropomorphized, but when they find the ship that Dirk's been like going after and he's been so hungry about. Doesn't it make noises? People have been making fun of him. No, it doesn't make any noises. Yeah. People have been making fun of him for thinking it's there. And then like it starts getting shot up and like yeah. bombed and stuff. I'm like, oh man, just like leave the ship alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we don't got to ruin yeah. the ship. If he dies, he dies. If he lives, let him have the ship. Exactly. <laughs> It's just a, it, for me. It's just a fun movie from start to finish. Like the dynamic between Dirk and Al is a blast. I love it. It's a like, ton of fun. And I think, like I said, what what it does is for me is you're like stepping in on this. You're stepping in on all these experiences, mm -hmm. and you're kind of getting caught up as you watch it play out. Sure, right? Like you're hearing stories and anecdotes and some ribbing and you're stuff just like that. You're just getting this reaffirmation of exactly. the close relationship with these two guys. Exactly. Yeah. And it, and this is and this is where I think Matthew McConaughey shines. Is he shines as this like down home every every man's dude, right? Like you go you go to back to Failure to Launch, right? It's a ridiculous movie, but he's like the coolest guy in that movie. He's just like confident and suave and just like the coolest guy. He's way too cool, bro. He's a way too cool of a bro. Like, he's got a role. He plays that guy role well. Yeah. But I just don't think it doesn't make for a good movie, man. <laughs> it does not make good for a good movie. All right. And everybody knows it. No, I disagree. And they wanted Nicolas Cage so bad in this movie. No. No, Nicolas Cage couldn't have been this. Nicolas Cage can't go short shirtless. Dirk, Dirk Pitt has to be able to go shirtless. So Nick Cage don't oh, do that shirtless. Have life. you not seen him in Ghost Rider? It's been so long since he I've seen that. He took his shirt off. Trash that boy movie. was yoked. Was he really? As Johnny Blaze? Really? Is took his shirt Blaze? off? Yeah, Johnny Blaze. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Blaze. And Johnny Storm's Fantastic Four. Yeah, Fantastic Four. Um, Both fires. So one's a hellfire, one's a gamma fire. Hence why I, I got a little confused. Yeah, yeah. No, it uh, makes sense. It makes sense. It's like uh Wade Wilson and Slade Stinson. No, so it's, it's Slade Wade, Wilson and Wade Wilson. Yeah, Wade Wilson and Slade Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. And but you know Deadpool is yes, a play. Yes. On where do you do the death stroke? Yeah, death stroke. Yeah, you right. do the in, death stroke in, in the, the Deadpool. Yeah. Like he's he's a complete play on the death stroke character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just rip it right off. Rip it right off. Except for he's 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 got both eyes. He does have both eyes. Um so this is my re reasoning for it. Is there's way too many connections with Nicolas Cage? Okay, name them. I didn't see a single Wicker Man. Sean Connery was not escaping any prisons, but we did make a Gone in 60 Seconds reference. 
Yeah. And so the admiral, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, gets in contact with that government guy. Mm -hmm. In the very end, I don't know, know if you remember this, and it's the one that the admiral had to call to call in the favor. Yeah. Whereas oh. like, after this, we're even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what that what that guy was from? Ugh. Yes, yeah. I do. I do. He was the cop in Gone in 60 Seconds. He was seconds. the cop in Gone in 60 Yes. Uh-huh. Who co-starred with Timothy Oliphant. He drove a BMW N M5 and... This yeah. is true. Uh -huh. This is true. Yeah. This actually reminds me, I forgot to say, the French guy that escaped, that mm -hmm. was poisoning, the, you know, part of the big problem, poisoning the water system. Yeah. He escaped. He's in France and the CIA guy... CIA. Uh, he ends up bringing him some water as a faux waiter. Yeah. It's water from the river. Mm -hmm. So he gets his come up. It's yeah. a very important part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good little, not quite it, quite a post-credit scene. Yeah. But it's a nice little payoff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're not going to get away, buddy. I actually don't like the fact that he did that, that they had the payoff. Really? Because he saved Ava. Yeah. He didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Listen, the world can be a beautiful place, Graham. You don't have to hold all that anger inside, buddy. You Listen, can let it out. I would have been able to handle this movie a lot better if Nicolas Cage was there holding the reins. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. If you okay, okay, would Nick, if you were to choose another character to play Dirk in a in, in, in right now or back then, a better character, a better actor to play Dirk? Because I'm kind of with you. He, I didn't. Dirk to me doesn't seem like a good old boy like Matthew McConaughey. Who would you choose? Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, there's been enough. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper could be good. Because he, he did American Sniper really well. Yeah. Bradley Cooper could be good. Yeah. Uh, what about Mark Wahlberg? You think he could do it? See, Mark Wahlberg, even in Shooter? Yeah. That's kind of, I think, why you're channeling yeah, that. Or like Last shoot, Survivor. Yeah, Shooter's where I'm at with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, It's just, he just, he never see, you know, maybe the writing and of the Dirk Pitt character would be counterpointed by the oblivious look. <laughs> he does always look oblivious. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Hey, what do you what do you guys mean over there? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know who he he's not written he's not written as uh being an islander. I think the rock could do a good dirt pit. Mm, no, he's just he's a little too big. You think so? Yeah, a little bit too big. Yeah. I like Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper is a solid he can get big. Yeah. And you can get like a hairy chest. I imagine Dirk Pitt with like a hairy. And maybe it's because of Jack Reacher, but I think Tom Cruise could do a Dirk Pitt. I just because he because he did Tom a good Cruise. he did a good Jack Reacher though. Do you not like his Jack Reacher? But then again, he's that character. He is that character. You're right. He would have done a, a a good Dirk Pitt if they maintained the same writing. Yeah, because because sure. Jack Reacher and Dirk Pitt feel similar in many ways. Yeah, right? yeah. Somebody with a beard. Somebody with a beard. Yeah, operators always rock beards. Yeah, wait, what about, um, doesn't have a beard, uh, Star-Lord? Oh, yeah, he did uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, and he did... Um, as long as he doesn't be, he's not trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Take out all the funny, because he did, uh, what was he serious in? Er, I mean, he still kind of joked around, but Jurassic World. Yeah. He jokes around, but that, that he still comes off kind of as a Dirk Pitt feel yeah, in Jurassic World. Yeah, and not too much of an idiot. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And he messed up. Yep. Sure. Yep. Sure. Give me him. Give me him. <laughs> Give me him. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> right. Yep. Okay. Well, we don't agree on the, on on what a gem this one is, but I had I had to watch it. it was dude. It was on it was on Amazon. Run that Prime Life. 
I know, I know you get that little, that, that stream sickness sometimes. I get that stream sickness. And, uh, and so, yeah, but you know, here's the best part that came out of this movie. There were a ton of great movies in this genre, this vein mm-hmm. that I've got on my watch list. So, and it's, and it's really, we it's got movies tweaked, for, we got tweaked movies your suggestions yes. to stuff that you t- seem to like. Yes. Exactly. Well, I'm glad because Gone in 60 Seconds is going to pop up and National Treasure is going to pop up. <laughs> you realize what a, what a crappy movie that is. I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this movie would have sounded better on paper if I hadn't heard it. Right. Like if, I hadn't if, seen if, it. If you had told me this movie and I'd be like, oh, it's it's pretty fun. This sounds like, like a fun, fun a fun frolic. But not like was it what's her name from Deadpool? Domino? Oh Domino. Yeah. Superpowers luck? Yeah, yeah. That's this guy. Superpowers <laughs> luck. He's like he's So like, you're oh. racist against mutants. Listen. They're not race I'm not racist. Because they're way, they're not even a different race. They're a spe- it's, I'm specious, sure. <laughs> You're specious. This is for humans. <laughs> this is for humans. This world is for humans. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Because there's got to be somebody for everybody. There's got to be something for everybody. Obviously, somebody enjoyed this movie. I am that somebody. Well, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, on that note, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you guys could, you know, leave a comment, leave a review, make sure you're downloaded, subscribed, all that stuff. We would really appreciate it. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to Dude, Guess What I Saw. If you like what you heard, leave a review and a rating. Also, make sure to check out DudeGuessWhatIsaw.com for updates, merch, and super secret surprises.